Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hi Shubham, how are you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for inviting me, Karthik. Uh, uh, pleasure to uh, be a part of your journey and understand a bit about uh, how uh, how the things are shaping up. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so recently I read your uh, you know LinkedIn post. Uh, very exciting I think uh, you being in the HR industry uh, and you know kind of have been around say 300 people now and have worked with top companies with you know Swiggy and Flipkart and what not, right? So, you know, what kind of made you jump into HR for, you know, for the first place, right? As in my HR, there's so many other industries. Right? Why, you know, what kind of made you switch to you know, this industry? So, uh, see, we, like, it, it wasn't always planned for us to get into the HR, to be very frank. Uh, our journey has been off pivots. So, uh, we started somewhere in 2014. Uh, and I was working at that time uh, as a consultant in uh, services org in Pune. And uh, one of the things that I realized was a lot of, a lot of startup activity was happening in india and a lot of people working really good people working were not happy with the jobs that they were yeah. doing and when when you yourself are not enjoying this work that you're doing right uh, everything seems seems too ex difficult yeah. and you don't enjoy the process so uh, we thought okay let's and these are traditional id services org that i'm talking about right so doing mm-hmm. uh, enterprise stuff pretty boring yeah. zero ux and and, and building b2b for uh, different larger organizations in Africa, right? So mm-hmm. probably that. I, so then we said, okay, let, what if we provide, let's say, new age, cutting edge technologies to work on with some developers who are there in this company and see yeah. how that goes, right? And with yeah. just this simple thought, right? If if they love what they do, they will enjoy, and we'll have a much happier organization overall. Like this was the intent, and that's how we mm-hmm. started. Initially, we were uh, in Bangalore. We started off with working with uh, a lot of B school founders uh, in the final years, or probably were graduated, and they used to give us a lot of MVPs. Uh, and we used to obviously do at dirt cheap rates. So we used to get those kind of projects initially. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the next year, in 2015, we did our own product uh, because obviously you want to do that. Uh, we went to the entire journey ourselves. We did a gamified uh, loyalty program uh, called nice. DLOC, uh, which was very similar to what. A cashback at that time was doing right, like mm-hmm. where uh, you you get earn certain rewards from different restaurants and stuff. But sure. again, like it was a high burn model, right? You need VC yeah. money to sustain that, and uh, unfortunately, we couldn't do that. Uh, but the entire journey was obviously uh, amazing for us to learn so many things, and then again, we had to build the team again uh, from there. Now mm-hmm. again. Bangalore comes to rescue. <laughs> we have uh, a good venture capital ecosystem here, right? And you have venture yeah. fund startups. They started giving us uh, smaller projects. Uh, they would give us some outsource, some some integrations and stuff like that to work on. Mm-hmm. Right? And we'll get sometimes even early MVPs uh, uh, to work on with these companies. Got it. Yeah. Uh, and then somewhere in 2017, we were again doing this for around a couple of years. Sure. We realized a lot of these companies became really big. Yeah. Right, for example... You know, like Swiggy, your, yeah, yeah. Became really big and then said, Shubham, we need people, right? Or, or for yeah. example, we need people. Now, yeah. that's we have around 10 or 12 people. Like, uh, like if I give you my developers, right? How Who would work here, right? So that was the biggest right. problem uh, as a small uh, uh, dev shop or an agency that you have, right? Sure. 
uh, and then we looked at the current ecosystem right that was there in terms mm-hmm. of what do major contract staffing companies do how yeah. does the freelancing economy looks at in india right why and then we also looked at from both the perspective from the employer mm-hmm. perspective and also from the developer perspective and yeah. try to use first principles here right where why does a developer does not join right on a gig in india mm-hmm. or why do freelancing platforms do not scale in india right sure then we realized there certain aspects to it uh, which are not uh, needs that are not being addressed and that's the reason and basically see india is still a developing nation uh, it's very difficult to do freelancing in india uh, because yeah. end of the day, you have to put food on the table right no matter what right Correct. so you need that constant revenue so right. you can't have that up and down right and, and as developers you are not sales guys right so you're yes. not always, let's see that's not your core or inherent skill that you have right mm-hmm. and it's a mess like people want to people either either people are creators or they are sellers right like even in Correct. every there's one creator and one seller right Correct. so Correct. Uh, why do you want to put a developer in in a state of uncertainty right yeah. in in europe it works because mm-hmm. there's a government that backs you it says Correct. okay even if you go without work for some time we are there right yeah there's unemployment yeah, benefits yeah. and what not yeah who is there any to take care of you right so it's very easy to say get on a freelancing yeah. platform this is the future gigs are future but that's fine but Correct. kind of the way that the way we are brought in and a lot of us are coming from middle class backgrounds right mm-hmm. uh, it's it's difficult to convince uh, just out of college right uh, that okay let's start with gigs and freelance obviously this will change in the next future years but Sure. In the state that we are talking about, twenty seven, twenty eighteen, I I don't think uh, that was something that was being addressed in the models. On Makes the company sense. side, the problem was Karthik. Like a lot of these companies, uh, generally staffing was used as body shopping in India in the past, right? Yeah. You would be x yeah. number of people, you will only use them for support, right? Correct. Uh, and that was the problem, right? You would not have high quality engineers. Now Flipkart right. would not pay you for let's say x number of engineers. They would need sure. productivity from everyone, right? For example, and just. using yeah. Flipkart name or i'm just saying like in that sense it could be any venture funded or high growth cap uh, company right they need productivity mm-hmm. from day one like right. that's not happening they would not generally go back to these traditional players now so that's where we saw the legacy players do not understand the game and since we were working with these companies earlier on projects mm-hmm. we felt better than much much better and deeper in terms of what's being expected so talent quality was much better than you know kind of the yes. traditional players yes. makes sense yeah so that's quite an interesting journey you know like uh, like from a like a dev shop to a product company and then back to dev shop now eventually you know getting to you know a stage of say 200 people uh 300 people actually sorry so, and then working with the top you know venture funded companies right so i know you work with swiggy you know cult uh, flipkart what not right all of them are kind of on this hyper growth phase and they all you know kind of lean towards you say okay now we need 10 people you know how can you help us you know with hiring there right so I'm, and that can only happen if you have good amount of you know talent right so yeah that's nice i think that kind of brings to my next question you know you recently posted on linkedin that uh, you have a good hiring strategy uh, you obviously been able to hire uh than others right so um, so how how what is your secret sauce right it's that hiring said what 200 developers is obviously the hardest as of now right like it's just very very hard uh, everyone keeps talking about high salaries you know people leaving in 6 months 12 months right so how does that you know, work for you right how are you able to kind of solve that so so the one thing is right so if you can't hire in india you can't hire anywhere right so point is yeah. you have the largest developer population here right and you have the largest population as well like let's let's see developers out of the picture also right so it's a high volume game right yeah. and uh, that is how you solve for uh, 
this problem right like in in a sense you have to build your systems for high volume hiring right yeah uh, for example you put a post and say okay i have posted for java developer like what will happen you will get overwhelmed yeah. in a day yeah. in india right you will get 5000 yeah. applications but yeah. the problem with that 5000 the first layer is screening right you need to have a team or or probably an automated solution that does your screening pretty well right yeah then you need to have your rounds of let's say assessment and vetting engine built <laughs> and then you need to have a matching engine to understand yeah. Who stands where, right? Yeah. So these are the three building blocks of when you're looking at hiring, right? Um, and also a training, or is that kind of after? I guess it doesn't. Also, but that happens purely after matching, right? Because unless yeah, you like after matching uh, in in a particular sense where you mm-hmm. understand the competency levels of an individual, yeah, uh, via your assessments, and then if you see there's a delta, you train yeah. them on, right? Correct. Got uh, it. But in our kind of model, get to that level which a client is looking for. Okay, makes sense. Correct. Correct. so but but in our model like we do not have a lot of leeway in terms of let's say time right so then we have to look at the delta should be small right yeah uh, so so then you have to find it's it's all about how do you identify out of this volume right who is the right sure. person sure. that you need to probably judge people on skills because we are not hitting yeah. at tier one colleges right now right we are looking Correct. at Correct. high volume uh, uh, hiring so yeah we, we identify people fast and then we, yeah. we vet them and then in certain cases we do train them as well Uh, makes sense makes sense and that you know so i guess uh, like are you really looking uh, you know are people kind of coming for the you know like because i can you know i will join right club because i can kind of look at multiple you know companies i can work at multiple companies or is it more you know uh, right now like this is like a a step towards you know freelancing like how are you able to kind of you know solve the motivation right. you know obviously right. people are you know everyone wants to kind of work at the most as in the shiniest object right now say for example it's cred you know most vc funded you know what not right how does that how does that kind of work for you see so what we have tried to do here is like there's a guy sitting in agartala right hmm. so he wants to work with cred yeah right its core job is not talent acquisition Right, so this yeah. job is never going to be talent acquisition. Correct, correct. We come in between, right? We say, okay, yeah. this guy in Nagarthala, you yeah. don't have the capacity to probably, or it doesn't make sense also, right, to put so correct. much of energy in finding who is good in Nagarthala, right? Correct. How right. do you even find that person? And we give the opportunity, yeah. right? We're not talking correct. about guys already having multiple opportunities, which is correct. Guys correct. Graduating out of IITs and others, right? Yeah. We simply say there's a, there's a guy in particular space. Yeah. He can wait for two months, and again, yeah. he has to switch, right? Correct. He has to immediate access to. Uh, company so we vet proactively right so we don't wait mm-hmm. for a requirement to come to us right so we are always hunting vetting uh, assessing people's on different skills and then we share that skill report with you then say okay this is the guy we believe he's good and we yeah. own the risk here the difference in the freelancing platform the platforms don't own the risk right correct yeah as in if the project is not done you don't get paid here you get paid regardless right yeah. so because then you're so confident on your hiring process then On our betting process. Right? Yes, on your betting process. Yeah. So uh, we bet on the guy even before the company does, right? So yeah, we don't sure. wait for a like say a company yeah. to tell us whether this guy is good. Right? So in that sense, we are able to let's say own the risk and yeah. probably ensure that uh, the, the person matches with the kind of opportunity he wants to work with. And makes sense. Makes sense, and then you know, let's talk about upskilling. Uh, so, how 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 does that work? I guess you already mentioned, you know, the delta is you know you try to minimize the delta, but at some point, you know, there is a delta, right? Or maybe you know, I guess maybe there there's a delta. You know, you work for six months at a company and you want to move to another. You know, so then there is a delta from the first company to another, right? How do you kind of you know solve for that, right? Obviously, uh, engineers are not you know the Easiest kind of upskill, right? People don't want, may not want to learn. Uh, how do you kind of you know solve for that? Is it you know, like a mentoring program? You know, is it courses? You know, stuff like that. So see, as as I see, right, uh, in today's world, right, like 
knowledge is available everywhere yeah. in a particular right. sense like companies like if they are training you and asking you to upskill right that's a problem with the guy right yeah like right in, in a sense you can be a platform for them to learn you can give them nudges to learn right. you can give them signals yeah. but but at the end of the day right in today's day the company does not need to create training courses right to train their guys right correct, uh, correct. like if that is there the guy is probably not the right fit for at least our values and the company that we stand for right so in that sense Makes we sense. look at people are all, already hungry and yeah. then as a company we look at the on job training that happens right for example there have been guys who have started like who were working in the very small services company came to mm-hmm. us and then after a year cracked amazon as well and probably oh, wow. okay so like for just because the delta you when you were yes. able to solve that okay correct so even that kind of upgrade happens in the journey when they work right correct. at client yeah. a lot of times like you need that feedback that happens right like mm-hmm. with those kind of peers the good thing is yeah. like when you're working with these kind of companies you're working with some of the best talent that we have in india right sure a sure a lot of upskilling happens because of that right rather than yeah. giving you a course to finish right uh, let's put you in an entire environment uh, which which facilitates your learning right sure so, no is that mostly because of you know the content around it or, or is it you know because i think uh, people you know it recro have you know constantly talking about like the developer community you have right like people, there is always someone to you know reach out for you know questions and stuff like that is it you know is it because of the that strong community where people have you know someone to reach out if they have a doubt and so they are able to kind of upskill fill that delta you know themselves or you know how does it work so a lot of times i would say the the delta upskill or the delta upskilling mm-hmm. happens via on the job training i would say majority of it got it but yeah. for that 15 20% which doesn't happen right and this yeah. and that's what we say okay you don't need to time waste your time on networking or finding the right, right guy right you we have that, yeah. groups we then are always connected with a lot of talent and and senior folks in the industry we say if there is a particular problem that happens onto your job makes out, sense right we will ensure that you are in touch with someone in 24 hours so there's a specific team oh, wow. okay with such nice. people right so nice, nice. that is the kind of support that we try yeah. to build along with and we have we call them mentors in the team right so if there is something that you get stuck or where you see okay i am uncomfortable talking to my peers in, in my career yeah. then there's always recro backing you up okay you don't need to worry about it makes sense makes sense so you have like an external you know team kind of helping right. you right. and i guess that helps the your clients as well because they're like yeah this person is not just alone you know even though he's kind of he or she is working with us but has actually a team behind you know him or her to kind of you know help for doubts and what not right yeah that's that's a good point and then you know talking about this uh, remote hybrid office a lot of companies as you know are opened in you know bangalore right uh, what is your kind of opinion on that uh, given that as you have a mix right you have a significant number 70 people working into on your products plus you know a significant number outside as well how does that how do you kind of balance it right uh, you know and as you mentioned your you know, folks coming in are not you know generally from tier one cities you know generally from tier two tier three right so how does that work out so that's where we we talked about a lot of new concepts the hr has to also learn right asynchronous communication right yeah. i've been yeah. reading about it right how to do performance management on the fly right how do you Correct. do unstructured time uh, yeah. meetings right how do you build something like you have in, in your springworks right yeah. where you do trivia and stuff like that right? and that's where we're all in very nascent stage of building this everybody's learning how to do this Correct. but Correct. at least your mindset has to be that the problem Correct. hybrid is right that's yeah. an essential route 
right hybrid is an escape route from air Correct. so either can build remote easiest yeah obviously we are like we still have some customers who are asking like people but to be very frank oh. i have had request that people when you told them right when they tested remote they said we will resign right this is a candidate oh. driven market right wow. yeah great terms and i think i think that people will realize very soon right i see uh, the moment so you are a big remote proponent then like so, so we can't force our customers to understand that uh, to be right. very frank but in a nutshell this is what, what people want data data right i can tell you at 10 people i called in my company nine people said we will resign right we don't have to come back wow now, wow now, that's crazy this realization will happen everywhere because you have yeah. global companies competing for indian talent correct if i'm getting good pay i am getting everything right why would i give you this and this right. will the same thing that used to happen for saturdays and sundays right like yeah. i remember like when from i was from 6 days to 5 days yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so all, there were some companies with 6 days which used to hire like even pay higher compensation nobody used to join them correct right. correct same so thing at some point people start valuing their you know i guess life right. and you know the work life balance more and which may be like savings and commute time and you know better standard of living correct and is end of the day if i'm delivering right mm-hmm. what matters to you as a company right yeah right. if i am delivering then it should not worry you right yeah yeah like if it's getting hampered i can understand but if i am delivering and like almost all surveys and reports point yeah. in that correct correct it has a drop because of remote yeah. right anyway so sure. this, this is something beyond remote that is triggering office like probably their leases or something like that but yeah yeah it's true true i i believe it could be like you have to choose sides right it has yeah. to be remote or call everyone in office yeah so yeah that's that's interesting i think you know uh, there are a lot of companies now who are saying okay we'll do hybrid right 3 days in office or 25% you know in uh, in office 75% outside or like some have even done a next level where 80% of our workforce will be in the office rest you know kind of remote right and yeah i think you know if i understand correctly what you're saying is like those people people not in the office or people not in the office on some days will just kind of miss out right there will be that for more imagine you're yeah. not able to solve offline right imagine yeah. you're going to solve remote now using i'll solve both at once Yeah, yeah, it just becomes way too hard. Yeah, so culture is already broken and becomes, you know, yes. uh, much yes. harder as well. Makes sense. Yeah, that, that's actually a nice segue to the next, you know, question, right? The employee experience, like, you know, uh, you probably one of the companies where majority of the talent is actually, you know, uh, tech, right? Where actually employee experience or culture is the hardest to build, right? Because engineers are generally by nature, you know, less kind of, you know, I guess networking, less kind of, you know, participation in, you know, events and whatnot. But at the same time, they expect everything, right? just because you know it's a candidate driven market uh, mostly you know the demand is so high for you know for a small amount of supply right how do you do that uh, you know i'm sure you have a bunch of tools how do you kind of do that what you know do you think is i guess the most important thing you know from a say from an hr from your management perspective like from a ceo perspective and from say a employee perspective right things about like employee branding uh, is it performance management is it and it was recognition is it just these you know kind of fun chai time calls and stuff like that right yeah. so karthik like in that sense uh, like there's no one answer to this there could be a suit of stuff that you need to do right like in, in terms mm-hmm. of how do you build uh, like how do you keep people motivated right if i get the question right uh, in tech companies is, is that what we're talking about here right yeah 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 so and especially in your you know case right where you know say you, know, you probably have a 200 tech engineers right and then you know 100 so say support staff and all on that right so how do you kind of uh, build a culture when like when it's so divided in plus uh, you have kind of internal you know people working on your products plus you know working externally right so where they may not be like in the as 
in the office as in, in your say slack communication channels on a you know daily basis right how do you going kind to of build a strong culture and you obviously have a very good employer brand right you know, multiple of engineers you know keep saying okay yeah you know this was a perfect starting place and you know, i want to you know work at recro they refer and you mentioned that uh, you know referrals is one of your biggest source of hiring right? so how do you kind of do that there are companies vc funded companies who have many other things working for them but they have not been able to do what you're doing right so uh, kartik in in that sense, what we're trying to do see one thing is obviously we are solving this as the only problem right so we have a much much mm-hmm. focus as compared to them right makes sense the other part here is uh, in terms of when you say culture right culture is like implementation of your values right correct correct like how do you how do you what do you do is like who you are like right like in terms of this thing so when we have a set of values uh, those values do not change whether uh, we are 200 500 600 whatever right number sure and somewhere down the line obviously tools come at a next level where you you would use them right but before right. even the tools right we have to first say ki bhai what do we stand for as a company yeah what do right. we want to do so yeah. we say yeah. we have to be like learning and experimentation for example is one of our values right correct so right. is something recro doing on that side ki only you have written for the sake of value right yeah are we doing webinars why are we doing webinars right like in this like mm-hmm. you know, the other freelancing platforms do that right but Sure. that is in our value right so sure. that's not just for tech right even if my hr is there obviously we are they are also going through several sort of trainings or continuous right. some, some sort of new webinars we encourage them to also uh, connect with global recruiters and stuff like that sure. but so the point is like if your value system is in place right first of yeah. all that needs to be shared like that's an identity that you build through your value sure. among the entire for example work from like we we did a series on where people started posting pictures mm-hmm. on we did a manali trip as well right nice so, nice so work from home was there right but like a vocation is, type of thing that yeah. is that is where we believe in ownership right we know that right. if ownership is there then the guy will do it whether he's sitting on a hill or probably surfing in goa end of the day if he knows that he's owning that shit he will do it right why do right. you need to then poke your nose in everything otherwise sure. you're not adhering to your values so the first thing is that you need to write down your values and sure. say this is what you stand for and then do acts that justify your values that are there on the paper right if that is there yeah. shared identity gets built and if that is not there even if you are sitting together in a company and you write It something you don't yeah. do that the culture will remain broken it is not a problem of uh, what remote uh, how you will handle this yeah. right even within 10 people uh, that problem will come it's not a problem of scale so the values are implemented in place this gets sorted now yeah. next thing is how do you implement that what are your acts and that's where you need your tools correct so you can't say ki we are let's say autonomous and you, then you need mechanisms to because see we lose mm-hmm. things right like you need moments to re- recall that because we after we get into work after fo- like for example mm-hmm. onboarding happens right then it can't be that recro is not talking to the developer for next one year right and we say okay sure. by 30th you get the salary okay yeah that's like, it that can't be your approach then you need to create instances that yeah prove that you are doing something and uh, that is aligned what the values that you stand for right and in a day and mm-hmm. that's where you need tools right you need tools to understand whether what are his skill levels are can we upgrade him you need tools to let's say understand how his health is how his mental yeah. health is right then sure. you need tools to understand what is the pulse of your entire organization are they happy at what client how they are feeling right is there is there a particular pattern that we can look at out then sure. you need tools to form connections between them right you need uh, where they can do these uh, unstructured meetings and then you need tools mm-hmm. for performance and all of these tools then would obviously align to some of your values right and all right. of these activities would help you to further implement uh, your value system uh, via these tools and that's how we look at technology the first thing is we look at problem 
what is the problem right and then yeah. we'll look at how to basically go about solving these problems by our technology makes sense to so kind of summarize so you're saying first kind of you know align the values what is the company stand for you know what is your culture you know literally mean right so almost like a culture handbook or a culture playbook right, right. and then kind of find tools to kind of you know i guess replicate that uh, right. you know, keep talking about it educate you know so people are able to see that and have those kind of touch points uh, automate as much as possible so it's less kind of manual more automatic okay. makes sense makes sense so i think last question i have is uh, you know uh, something you know i think our audience especially in the hr sector we would love to know right so what what do you kind of look as in i guess what do you think a modern age hr should be doing right so you are obviously managing a large org across you know across the country uh in a very distinct from most companies um and then big you know portion of the companies you know around engineers right so what do you think like a you know like a new age hr should be doing right what should be you know what how should they approach their job you know how should they you know focus on it what should they do just like a quick you know two to three line summary Correct. So the first thing that I would say that the HR teams need to have is basically they need to sense up, build a sense of belongingness in the company. Yeah. From the skill perspective that they should have is uh, they need to be data driven. A lot of lot of tools are available now to capture data. Correct. The amount of data that you can capture is going to drive your next level of uh, let's say engagements, right? Yeah. So from my perspective, two things: how do you build belongingness into the your entire organization, and second thing. Sure. how how much data driven are you like and what tools are you using how are you capturing multiple touch points that are there mm-hmm. and, and biggest mind shift that shift that has to be there and that's not only the hr responsibility uh, mm-hmm. you start treating your employees as your customers yeah the biggest is going to be it's a mindset shift when you start treating your employees and then you tailor your processes look at your processes look at your policies right yeah and the new hr has to look at from uh, considering is for example we have Yeah, a great set of uh, let's say processes and uh, stuff done for customer experience, right? See, exactly. Mm-hmm. Correct, but, correct. But the same thing could be applied uh, for employees, with, yeah, with employees as well, right? So you can draw parallels uh, for every process mm-hmm. that is there for the customer uh, with uh, with uh, with your employees, and I, that's it. I think because you don't have to do any new rocket science on this. The things have already been on the customer. Only thing, if you start treating your employees as your customers, right? Sure, sure. That paradigm shift. Makes sense. Yeah, I think that's a yeah, that's an interesting way of looking, right? You know, obviously, uh, marketing teams and sales teams spend so much effort on optimizing for the customer, right? You know, and I think the same type of effort needs to be spent on the employees. But makes sense. You know, that's a, that's a nice kind of you know finishing uh, you know uh, line. So, just last thing, you know, where should you know, people want to kind of know more about you know you? Um, I think you kind of are very active on LinkedIn. Where should people follow you? Sure. Obviously, they can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm also there on Twitter. I, I can probably give you the handles. And uh, uh, so, if any dev, is there any developer uh, looking for high growth company to work with? Recro is is there for you. And if there's a global startup or or Indian startup uh, who's looking to find top notch Indian developers to work with, Recro is again sitting there for you. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Thanks a lot, Karthik.